Shalom, and welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. The title of this podcast is Father Delights in You. In John 18.31, it is written, Yeshua said to those Jews who believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This message is about the freedom we have in the word of Yeshua. Freedom from attitudes and mindsets that are holding us back. Freedom from emotions and expectations that blur our vision and sap our joy. Freedom from outside pressures, inside pressures, and expectations that steal our peace and have nothing to do with the kingdom of Elohim. In the word, we can know the truth, and in the truth, we can be free. Even though there's evil and unrighteousness and negativity around us, we can be free in Yeshua. I have struggled with something my entire life. I ask myself, what does Jehovah, my heavenly Father, think when he looks at me? Father is perfect, and I am not. I sin and fall short of Father's glory. I make mistakes. I tend toward selfishness. Father unselfishly gave his only son as a sacrifice for me. I still struggle with pride and this selfishness. And somewhere in the back of my mind, somewhere in a corner of my heart, I have this view that Father is displeased and disappointed in me. I have faith. He gave me faith when I was 14 years old. I have the Holy Spirit. He gave me the Holy Spirit when I was 34 years old. And yet, somewhere in me, There's this understanding, and maybe it's a misunderstanding, that Father is just disappointed in me. I have preached the word of Yeshua for 36 years. I have been married to Laura for 33 years. I have continued to seek Father and seen his change in me. I have seen the Holy Spirit do miracles through me through my hands and through my voice. I do not live a sinful lifestyle. Sometimes I sin, and when I do, Father corrects me, and we move on. Yeshua, his son, has spoken to me many times, spoken to me about identity and potential and direction and my future. So is what I'm experiencing reality? And how does Father view me when he looks at me? Well, I decided to go to the Word. Was I going to believe my feelings or the Word of Elohim? Was I going to believe the thoughts that would come into my mind or the Word of Yeshua? In Numbers 14.8 it is written, If Jehovah delights in us, Then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. 
Those are the words of Joshua and Caleb after spying out the land. Ten of the spies believed that it couldn't be done, the giants were too great, and that the people could not take the promised land. Joshua and Caleb, in faith, contradicted those other spies. And they said, If Jehovah delights in us, he will keep his promise to us and bring us into this land. That's an interesting word. It's an interesting thought that Jehovah would delight in the people on the earth, though they are sinful. We know that the children of Israel were stiff-necked, as the Bible says. They had faith and unbelief at the same time. They were known to grumble, even though they'd seen the great miracles in Egypt, the parting of the Red Sea. They'd heard the voice of Jehovah from the top of Mount Sinai. They struggled with sin. They struggled with unbelief. And yet, as father's children, the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jehovah delighted in them because they belonged to him. So I continued to look, and I found four verses in Proverbs that speak of the type of person that the Heavenly Father delights in. And that word in Hebrew, by the way, means to delight, to be acceptable, to desire, to favor. It's a good word. In Proverbs 11.1, 1, it is written, Dishonest scales are an abomination to Jehovah, but a just weight is his delight. In ancient times, money was weighed on scales to see if it was counterfeit or true. One of the ways that men could cheat others was through dishonest scales. And that was an abomination to Jehovah. But a just weight is his delight. Father delights in men and women who seek justice in their dealings with others. They do what is right. They do what is true. They do what is honest. Honesty. That is a delight to our Father. Proverbs 11.20 reads, Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to Jehovah, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Blameless, a good reputation, virtuous, a life lived where others cannot point the finger of blame. Proverbs 12.22, lying lips are an abom abomination to Jehovah, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. Those who speak the truth, love the truth, know the truth, and want to express the truth, they delight our Father. And then in Proverbs 15:8, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to Jehovah. The prayer of the upright is his delight. Men and women of faith, men and women of prayer and praise, those who seek Jehovah with an upright and true heart, they are, de are delightful to our Heavenly Father. It's interesting that all four verses use the word abomination. Dishonest scales, perverse heart, lying lips, the wicked, they are an abomination. That's a strong word. It's, Father is not pleased with them. 
In fact, Father is angry with them, and they are under his wrath. But there's another type of person being described here, a person who has faith in Yeshua, who's growing in his faith, who has the spirit of the living Elohim, those who seek justice in their dealings with others, those who are blameless in their ways and upright, those who love the truth, those who pray and seek a relationship with the Heavenly Father. They are His delight. And our Father in Heaven has wisdom to know the difference. He distinguishes between the sacred and the profane, between light and darkness, between the just and the unjust. He distinguishes between His sons and all the other people on the earth. So Father knows who we are. He knows the process He has us in. And He delights in us. We are not an abomination to Him. We are His very delight. So I continued to look, and I found that word again in Psalm 16.3, the word delight. It can be something that's valuable, something that brings pleasure. Psalm 16.3, As for the saints who are in the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Those are powerful words too. The saints, they are excellent in the eyes of God, and they are his delight. And then I looked at saints in Psalm 119.63. The saints are those who fear Jehovah and keep his precepts. In other words, those who have faith and are walking closer and closer with Jehovah all the time. So, the Bible clearly says that the saints are excellent and they're delightful to the Father. So, what makes a saint? <laughs> well, I answered that question in Scripture too. Psalm 89, if you want to read that whole psalm, talks about the saints. Psalm 89:15. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Jehovah, in the light of your countenance. These are men and women who know the sound of heaven, who know the, the voice of their shepherd, and who walk in his light. They are not part of darkness. They're part of the heavenly kingdom, even as they walk on planet earth. And elsewhere in Psalm 89, I found that these are holy ones. Saints are holy ones in Yeshua. It says those are, these are ones whom Jehovah speaks to and they hear. They are anointed ones. They are chosen ones. They know the name of Jehovah and they rejoice in that name. And they are ones who are righteous through faith. I want you to remember here that according to Hebrews 11:6, without faith it is impossible to please Elohim. Let me say that again. Without faith it is impossible to please Elohim. A saint is one who has faith, one who has the Spirit, one who is being sanctified by that Spirit, pressing towards the goal of the upward call of God in Yeshua Messiah. They hear their shepherd's voice. They have an anointing on their life. They're chosen, and they're pursuing their call. These are the saints. These are the excellent ones. 
These are the ones our Father delights in. So, I believe that I fit that description. I'm not saying that in pride. I'm saying that in humility because of Yeshua and who he has made me. And so, why do I still have this sense of shame and this sense of displeasure? Well, I live in a fallen world. I have developed these attitudes that are my default attitudes. They're not right. They're not true. And yet I haven't endeavored to thrust them out of my life. And I have an enemy who, who wants to plant doubts in my mind. So I ask myself, how can I know that Father delights in me? How can I really know that he delights in me? How can you really know that he delights in you? Well, we have to know that we have met the conditions. The conditions laid down in the scriptures. So, number one. Just to review these, number one, do we have faith? Do I have faith? Do you have faith? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But through faith in Yeshua, He leads us to be a different person, different from this world. Holy doesn't mean perfect. Holy means separate, distinct, set high above, unique. Yeshua comes to us, and when we receive him by grace through faith, we become holy ones. We are separated from this world. A saint is one who is made clean, made whole, separated by grace through faith, then through the power of the Holy Spirit, bears fruit to Elohim. This is an important distinction. It's not someone who is keeping the law perfectly. It's someone who is bearing fruit to Elohim. In John 15, we're told that our Father is a vine dresser, that Yeshua is uh, the vine and we are the branches. Those of us who abide in him bear much fruit. Those of, of us who are bearing fruit are pruned. Just because Father disciplines us and chastens us, just because there's some pain in our life, doesn't mean Father's angry, doesn't mean he's disappointed. In fact, he enjoys our fruit, and he wants us to be more fruitful. So he does prune us. He prunes us because he loves us, Hebrews 12. He prunes us because he delights in us, John 15. Father loves good fruit. Father loves us with an everlasting love. And with that everlasting love, he continues to draw us to himself. And number two, number one was faith. Have we met the conditions of Scripture? Number one, do you have faith? Faith is a gift, Ephesians 2 tells us. If you don't have that faith, you can ask for it, and Father will surely give it to you. Number two, am I truthful? Do I have righteous lips? Am I one who devotes myself to prayer, prayer and fasting from a righteous heart? Am I blameless in my ways? Am I just in my dealings with others? Am I seeking to know him? Jeremiah 9.24 says this, The one who understands and knows me, that I am Jehovah, 
exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. These I delight in, says Jehovah. Those who understand and know Jehovah, they are the ones he delights in. This is a life of seeking, seeking the word, seeking the Father, seeking his face, so that we can know him and delight in him. Are you getting the picture? Those of us who through faith delight in Yeshua also are the delight of our Father. Well, I went a little further in the scriptures, looking more at this word, delight. And I found some interesting Bible verses. In Psalm 1, verse 2, it is written, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the Torah of Jehovah, and in his Torah he meditates day and night. Something you delight in is something you think about day and night. This is not worries. You know, worries and pressures come upon us and we think about them day and night. That's not this. This is something that is good and wholesome and righteous. And you think about it all the time. That's delighting in that thing. And I know this for sure. Our Father in heaven thinks about me day and night. Then in Psalm 37, 11, it is written, The meek shall inherit the earth and delight themselves in the abundance of peace. And abundance of peace is a delight. We don't like turmoil. We don't like war. We don't write, like arguments. We don't like inner turmoil. We desire peace, and when peace comes into our life, we delight in it. In Job 22:25, it is written, The Almighty shall be your gold and your precious silver, for then you will have your delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to Elohim. What a parable from Job. We as humans delight in gold and precious silver. We do. It's something we think about a lot. It's something we give our lives to. We, get, we put great effort, effort into gaining money. And what Job is saying there, we are to have our delight in the Almighty and lift up our face to our God. Father is more precious than gold and silver. And though we delight in those things, it is a higher calling to delight in Jehovah. In Isaiah 55, 2, it is written, Eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. When we are satisfied with food, when we have a good meal, we're delighted in that. And in Malachi 3, 1, Even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Good news! We don't like bad news. And we can honestly say that good news is a delight. That word delight has many applications. It's something we think about day and night. It's peace. It's wealth. It's satisfied with food. It's good news. But there's a higher delight. The Bible tells us there's a higher delight. There's a higher peace. There's a higher joy. Yeshua said this in John, 
I have spoken these things to you that you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So just as men delight in these things, our Father delights in us. As I was reading these scriptures and seeking my father, I began to think about my sons, Kevin and Brian. I can certainly say that I delight in them. I have since they were born. Now they're in their late 20s. Why do I delight in my sons? It's not because they're perfect. I had to discipline those boys. I taught them many things. I had to realize that early they had limitations, and I factored that into how I related to them. So, why? Why do I delight in my sons? Number one, they are mine. I have known them since day one. I have invested myself in them to see that they become men of faith and strength and integrity. And they are men of faith and strength and integrity. And that's another reason that I delight in them. Secondly, each of my sons has made a life for himself. They have a career. They have a home. My son Brian has a wife and a child on the way. They live in this world and they're making their way. They seek advice from us and others. They're men of prayer. They remember the words of scripture that we taught them. And these men of faith are making their way with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I delight in that. And number three, my sons love others and give of themselves. This is all the law and the prophets, said Yeshua. Again, I know that my sons are not perfect. I'm not expecting them to be perfect. I am expecting them to love others and be just in their ways and give of themselves. And they do. I'm proud of my sons. I tell them often that I'm proud of them. I'm expecting them to grow and bear more fruit unto Yeshua. If one of my sons were to do something that disappointed me, I would tell him. That wouldn't change my attitude. It wouldn't diminish the delight I have in them. And so if I, as a human father, can interact with my sons and have a view of them like that, then I'm certain that my Father in heaven has that view of me. I'm expecting him if I do something wrong, to express his displeasure. But that doesn't change the fact that he delights in us, that he loves us, and he has a hope and a future for us. So friends, I've decided. I've decided to hide these scriptures in my heart. I'm going to memorize them. I'm going to verbalize them often. I've decided I'm going to trust the word 
of Elohim, not my feelings, not my thoughts, not the negative things that surround me. In Psalm 119, David wrote, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In John 6:53, Yeshua said, The Spirit gives life, the flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. Shalom.